Hi, welcome to Dr. Colbert's podcast, Divine Health Podcast. I'm Mary Colbert. And I'm Don. And today, I just want to tell you, I'm very excited about this podcast. I'm excited about all of them because Don is such a wealth of information. But today, we are going to continue talking about the pandemic problem that's uh, plaguing the world, not just here, but the world. And if you didn't listen to the first podcast on pandemic protection, let me encourage you to listen to it first, because for sake of time, we don't want to repeat what we talked about in the first podcast. But Don, you have got some new information. You have some exciting information. And then you have some, oh, my gosh, I don't know, this is scary information, but well, I hope people listen. Well, we want to get this new information out because when people come to see me, and I, I just saw a patient yesterday, Mary, and this woman was about 50 and she had severe COVID uh, pneumonia back in August and almost died. She was in ICU for two weeks, was on high-dose oxygen, not on a ventilator, but she miraculously pulled through. But I'm telling you, it scared her to death because she came so close to scared death. Scared her to life. It scared her to <laughs> life, but almost scared her to death. Yeah, but I know, I the know. thing is, she had risk factors. This right. lady was obese, and she had type 2 diabetes. And when you have type 2 diabetes, you are a COVID magnet. Mm. You literally attract COVID to you. Mm. And the obesity, same thing. Those two things really attract it. Also, asthma. I had a patient who was an asthmatic, a man in his mid-60s. And this man had prepared himself. And thank goodness he did. He was taking his ivermectin. He was taking the antibiotics. But he had actually bought an oxygen concentrator, and it saved his life. He stayed out of the hospital miraculously and has, and has recovered since then. But what was really important is new information has come out that has found that these histamine receptor blockers that are over-the-counter and dirt cheap, you've all heard of them, Pepsid-AC, which is an H2 blocker, and uh, 20 milligrams of that twice a day, along with Zyrtec, the allergy medicine, Zyrtec, 10 milligrams a day. So you don't need a prescription no. for this. And you know what? It's safe. So if you get COVID, this is something you, you are recommending. Yes, you immediately start taking this. You, if you don't have COVID, don't. You don't, you don't need it. But if right. you get COVID, you immediately start taking this. The reason being, it reduces pulmonary symptoms in COVID patients and helps to prevent the cytokine storm that causes the COVID pneumonia. Okay, so repeat how much they should take. So they should, they take. should get the H2 blocker Pepsid AC over-the-counter 20 milligrams twice a day. I have this in my little COVID emergency kit okay. and Zyrtec 10 milligrams a day. Wow. And so what I do is with my patients, I say, here's what we want to do. We want to make a little COVID emergency kit. And if you get COVID, you immediately start taking, number one, ivermectin. And we're going to talk about ivermectin here shortly. But that's one of the most critical things in shortening the course of the disease. And again, I talked about this more or earlier in the pandemic part one. But ivermectin is important, and you can take it prophylactically, or a lot of patients just keep it. And if they get COVID, they start with 0.4 milligrams per kilo, and, or they can go up to 0.6 milligrams per kilo, and they take it every day until their symptoms are pretty much gone. Okay, when you say those uh, dosages, Don, people go, what? Is that one teaspoon? Is that two teaspoons? Is it one tab? Well, no, typically, well, again, I have two pharmacies where we prescribe it. One is pharmacy specialist in Orlando. The other is Las Colinas in, in Dallas, Texas. 
and they have the dosages. We calculate it based on your weight okay. in kilos. We calculate your weight in pounds to kilograms. We multiply that times 0.4, and that's your dose you want to start on. And it's a, it's a pill. Right, it's a pill, and you just take that every day and if you get COVID. Not, and this is not the same stuff that the animals are getting in the, from well, the vet. Well, well it's, uh, this is pharmaceutical grade. It's not veterinary okay. grade. So it's a pure, it's a real pure form of ivermectin. Totally now, safe. Totally safe. Very safe. But since we're talking about, let's just talk about ivermectin. And people are saying, this is, you know, some horse dewormer, okay? <laughs> uh, but ivermectin is one of the safest drugs on the planet. It's been around it's for been, what, years? Well, actually, it was awarded the Nobel Prize in Medicine in 2015. Because what happens is ivermectin actually snuffed out this horrible disease, which is onco psoriasis, which is uh, river blindness, and lymphatic filariasis. Okay, now <laughs> these are rare. Full. These are rare diseases uh, that are in third world countries, but they affected the lives of billions of the poor. And this medicine was so inexpensive and so effective, it literally eradicated this disease. So it was awarded in 2015 uh, uh, the Nobel Prize in Medicine because of this med. Now, what happened, the way it was found was really unusual. In 1975, this uh, Japanese professor isolated an unusual strain of Streptomyces bacteria from the soil near a golf course in Japan. And he found the bacterial culture could cure mice infected with the roundworm the special roundworm. So he isolated the active compounds from the bacterial culture, and he named them avermectins, not ivermectins, but with an A. And the bacteria, he named it Streptomyces avermectus or whatever. And so despite decades of searching around the world, he could only find the source right there in Japan. That's the only source they could find. And so that's what happened. They they eventually produced this into a medication, ivermectin. Now, what ivermectin has found to do in 18 randomized controlled treatment trials, and these have been 19, have found large, 19 of these trials has actually found large statistically significant reductions in mortality. That means decrease in death rates, decreases in time to clinical recovery about half the time, and time to viral clearance. And this has been based on uh, meta-analysis on 18 randomized treatment trials. And uh, so again, that's, that's 18 different trials, huge trials. So it's been found to actually decrease the t amount of time you have the virus and decrease the time to clinical recovery and speeds up the viral clearance from your body. So this drug is so innocuous, why not use it. So I have it in my COVID protection, uh, you know, emergency kit. You know, I find that interesting that this guy only found this in Japan. You have to wonder if this came from volcanic action, you know, years of under the ground and it came forth because Japan is such a volcano Who knows? built island. Yeah. It was a bacteria in the soil yeah. just on the, on the it, golf that course is amazing. in Japan. That's it. Now, here's what we want to put in your COVID emergency kit. Number one, you want a stash of ivermectin. Now, you say, my doctor won't prescribe it. Well, either find a doctor who will or go to frontline doctors. Uh, and it does require a prescription. Right. You have to have a prescription for that. Don't go to your veterinary medicine doctor, okay? But, mm -hmm. but get you some. If you can't, again, I've got 
nurse practitioners, if you live in Florida or Texas, that can prescribe it. And we're, you know what's amazing, Don? More and more doctors are starting to prescribe it they now are, because the yes. word has finally got out yes, that they, exactly. the, the lie has been exposed. Right. So. But you want ivermectin in your kit. You want Pepsid AC 20 milligrams in your kit. You want Zyrtec in your kit. You want aspirin, not a baby aspirin. If you get COVID, you need to immediately take a full aspirin, 325 milligrams That's a day. That's to keep from getting blood clots. Exactly. To reduce right. it. Chances. You want your vitamin D. You want to take extra vitamin D. If, people, if a person's vitamin D level is low, I will put them on sometimes as much as 50,000 units a day for two, for two or three days just to load their system up. Also, zinc, very important if you get COVID. Go up to 100 milligrams or even 200 milligrams a day for a week or two. Won't hurt you, just for a week or two. Right, and that's it. And then quercetin, the 500 milligrams twice a day. The vitamin C, 500 milligrams twice a day. And then the melatonin. Melatonin helps your thymus, your T-cell immunity, and you take at least 5 milligrams at night. Now, other options, a lot of patients are at high risk, like diabetics, if you're diabetics, if you're obese, if you have asthma, if you have kidney disease, if you have heart disease, if you have congestive heart failure, if you have immunodeficiency, if you're on chemotherapy, you need more help. You need to have a nebulizer, and you probably need to talk to your doctor about budesonide solution for inhalation. It has saved so many patients' lives that I've treated with COVID pneumonia. You know, I like to tell everybody this one story. There was a couple in California, and uh, her husband was in ICU. He was admitted in the hospital, and they basically gave him 24 hours to live. He was getting ready to die, and they just did not give him any And he had hope. given up, too. He had given up, too, and was telling his wife. So his wife called us out of desperation. They were in California, and she was, of course, freaking out that, you know, there was no hope for him. So you told her, you tell the doctors to give him breathing inhalation with budesonide now. Nebulized treatment. Yeah, yes. you insisted. You said, you, t- you go in there and you tell the doctors, I insist that you do this. And if he dies, I'm going to sue you for malpractice. <laughs> so she took your advice. I said, it's that strong. I, she goes, I said, you have to be that strong sometimes. Now, this lady community. was a lot like Mary. Yeah. She was a bulldog. Yeah, But hey, when you're fighting for your loved one, folks, it, the, the passive die. That's right. That's where it's at. Exactly right. And so she went in there and she did. She told the doctors. She says, my doctor in Florida told me. And guys, if you're listening, you just refer to Dr. Colbert as your doctor. You say he's my doctor. And he said that you need to do this. And she told him, she said, if you don't do this and he dies, I will sue you for malpractice. Well, that just put a shockwave through the doctors there at the hospital. So they had a little meeting, she said, about it. And so they came back to her and said, okay, we're going to do this, but we are not going to be responsible if he dies. So she was like, fine, as long as but you Mary, do that. But Mary, they didn't start with a the nebulizer. They start with an inhaler. <laughs> I know. I, that was crazy. I know. So That's anyway, like shooting a BB gun at an elephant. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they, they started right. They didn't even do exactly what you wanted because a nebulizer and an inhaler is a big difference. And they just started with an inhaler. But let me just tell you what happened. Just with the inhaler, just from the inhaler, within 24 hours, his oxygen, need of oxygen, what was it? Is that 100%? It dropped to 50%. And the doctors were in shock. 
So they regrouped and said, whoa, what is this? We could, they, they have, they've been lied to. Um, you know, it's upsetting to me because they, you know, there is so much lies that's being perpetuated and we just want to get the truth to people to save their lives. So anyway, the doctors met and they got together and they said, there's something here that this doctor is doing that is making a difference. We're not hearing about. So they started doing it. They began, insti they instituted it in their hospital in California and now, as a result, it saved hundreds and hundreds of people. But what happened, amazing, but let's, let's finish this story. This okay. fellow got out. Uh, again, I didn't just put him on, on the, you know, the budesonide, but also we put him on the vitamin C, the high-dose vitamin D. I helped his adrenals, adrenals exhausted. But then, literally, the prayers of all the saints came in. He started speaking faith and uh, speaking to his lungs. He started exercising, but his oxygen would crash. So he started exercising with oxygen. Then I said, okay, he needs IV glutathione. He's got scarring in his lungs. Find a doctor who can administer IV glutathione at least once a week. We have a protocol. And they did, and all of a sudden, his, uh, instead of his oxygen dropping, his oxygen started coming up. His lung scarring started diminishing, and he started being able to exercise longer and longer periods of time with less and less oxygen. Now, he's almost off the oxygen, but it's, this has been an ordeal he's been going through for, what, two months now? About six weeks. Yeah, so months, it's yeah. amazing how the body's healing, and again... It all just starts with giving the body the right medicine it needs to heal. Now, one thing people need to understand that can prevent COVID, if we get this simple little medicine over the counter that everyone should have in their COVID kit, it's betadine cold defense nasal spray, or you can make your own, but they have one now because we know the cheap betadine that we've used so many times. I used to use this back 35 years ago for all my athlete's foot, or not athlete's foot, but ingrown toenail patients. I'd have them get a big old roast pan, fill it with warm water, and then pour a couple of capfuls of betadine solution in there, soak that foot in there for about 10 to 20 minutes, and many times clear up that, you know, ingrown toenail. Well, the betadine in a much less uh, concentrated form is now in a nose spray that kills every virus and bacteria 99 percent okay which is pretty high and again this is just an over-the-counter betadine cold defense nose spray i have no financial ties to this product you can make your own if you want but they've done it in a uh, the balanced solution that you need so you don't have to buffer it down with half water half betadine so you have it if you want it cheaper you can go get your regular betadine and add half part betadine, half part water, but this is already made into a nose spray. So it's simple. It's worth the extra money just to use it and put it in your COVID kit and use it twice a day. I tell people, uh, you know, just use as directed, but a squirt in each nostril will kill most every virus and bacteria. And especially when you get in from uh, work, that's when you've been exposed. And when you've been exposed, it usually attaches in the nose. That's where it starts. If you can kill that virus, you know, immediately every day, guess what? Your own immune system will start to clear any extra if any get through, but there'll be such a small amount. Many times it'll prevent you from getting infected. That's literally for pennies a day. You can mm -hmm. use betadine nose spray and many times, most of the time, protect yourself against the flu, 
uh, against sinus infections and against COVID. I mean, this is great going into winter. Oh, yeah. And, you, you know, speaking of going into winter, Don, it's important, too, I think, to tell people that to keep your vitamin D level up. Yes, yes, yes. You have got to keep your vitamin D level. Critical. That is your first defense against COVID is vitamin D levels over 50. Everybody uh, over you need fit, to- 55 and over, I tell people. Vitamin D, 25 OHD3 level. Everyone should get one. I do it on every patient I see. Say that again. A 25 OHD3 level, and we want to get that level to 55 or above, and that will usually protect you against COVID pneumonia. Okay, let me just let me recap something with people listening because this is important. You can't say it enough. People need to know their numbers. People, you need to know your numbers. What are we talking about? There are certain things about your body that is important for you to know. Number one, what is your weight? How much do you weigh? I know a lot of people avoid the scale. They don't want to look at the scale. It depresses them. They know it's not going to be good news, so they stay away from it. Let me just tell you something. What you aren't willing to face, what you are not willing to face, you will tolerate. So in order for it to change, you have to face it. You have got to be willing to face it. Step on the scale and face it. Look at your scale. You need to know your weight, not what you think. What does it say? You need to know the truth. Number two, what is your blood pressure? Everybody should know their blood pressure. If you don't know your blood pressure, you need to find it out. These are numbers, folks, that every human being over the age of 21 should absolutely know. Well, real importance, their sugar, their hemoglobin A1C. If your hemoglobin A1C is greater as 5.7 or greater, you are a COVID magnet. You're pre-diabetic. If you're over if you're 6.5 or over, you're diabetic and you are a COVID, a super COVID magnet. So again, know your hemoglobin A1C. I check it on every patient I see. You definitely want to know your vitamin D3 level or 25 OHD3. It needs to be 55 or greater. Number two, hemoglobin A1C. You want to get it below 5.7. You got to. Or again, your immune system is impaired. The diabetics and pre-diabetics literally fare very bad with this COVID. It literally races into COVID pneumonia. So know your numbers and you say, but I love my sugar. I love my cake. I love my cookies. Again, lay it on the altar. If you see a person fighting for every breath of their life with COVID pneumonia, or on a ventilator, and literally the doctors have given up, the family's given up. It's the worst way to die. No cake, no cookie, nothing is worth dying of COVID pneumonia in a hospital alone, today. alone, literally, with no, no family around you. That's right. And you need to measure your waist. Everybody should know how big their waist is. How many inches is your waist? And you need to measure it right around belly button. The belly um, button. <laughs> Straight around your waist is your belly button. So, ladies, if your waist is greater than 35, 35, yes. You're in trouble. You're pre diabetic. You're pre diabetic. You don't know it. <laughs> okay. Man, if your waist is greater than 40, 40 right. You're pre diabetic. You're, you're insulin resistant. Okay. You're a COVID so, magnet. I'm just telling you, folks, I know you don't want to hear this, but. What you tolerate, what you tolerate, what you aren't willing to face, you tolerate. You need to face it. And then if it is, 
You Mary, can do we have had it. so many friends and family of my patients die Dying. over the last two to three months of COVID pneumonia. I know. It I'm, is sobering. It this, is. This podcast is so important. The truth, folks, please face the truth. Do something about it. Don't put yourself at risk. Don't leave your family orphaned. Don't leave your husband or wife widow or widowed. You need to you need to do everything you can to be the best that you can be. Take responsibility for your own health. Take don't blame someone else. You take responsibility. Begin today to change and improve these numbers while you still can. Now, the other number they need to do, is there any other numbers? Have we covered them all? Well, again, those are your key numbers. Also, you want to check your white blood cell count. Those people that are, uh, you know, immunocompromised, have low white blood cell counts, okay. have low uh, T cell function, low lymphocytes, they're at increased risk, too. But uh, there's many different things. The main thing is going to be, though, the sugar. Also, if your kidney functions, liver functions impaired, you're going to be a, uh, more prone to getting COVID. So, again, I check everything, most everything on these patients. If but people need to know these numbers of the a one uh, That's probably the most important, too, yeah. regarding COVID would be your hemoglobin A1C. Cholesterol. Should people know their Well, yes, they should, but for but COVID, not it's as not as critical. Okay. Again, uh, the most important, I would do a CBC, checking the immune system, or, you know, the blood count, the, the white blood cells, the differentials, looking at the lymphocytes, the neutrophils, especially the lymphocytes. You need uh, lymphocytes to fight this thing. And also, you need to know your D3 level, 25-OH-D3, and hemoglobin A1C. Those are critical. Now, there's lots of others, but those are the most important. But for you COVID magnets out there, you know who you are. You have the belly fat. You have the type 2 diabetes. You have the high blood pressure, the asthma, the kidney disease, the fatty liver. You're immunocompromised and don't even know it. You need to have a plan. You need to have an emergency COVID kit. And let me tell you something. If you end up in the hospital... It is a very dangerous situation because usually a lot of you patients literally don't, you don't realize you may be 45, 50, but so many are dying on ventilators and they don't have their family there. And it's the worst way to die. So here's it's what you horrible. want to do. We need an emergency kit. You want to get your ivermectin. You want to get your pepsid. You want to get Zyrtec, the aspirin, the vitamin D. See, people are getting heart attacks, strokes, blood clots, and the aspirin, the D-dimer is going high. Even some people need to be on heparin in the hospital or at home. Even at home is even better. Aspirin will help prevent those blood clots. But a baby aspirin is not enough. you got to have a full aspirin with food. And listen, the mask... That's a joke. <laughs> that is a joke. Yeah, I mean, I see these people that weigh 250 pounds walking around with a mask on in <laughs> right, grocery stores and restaurants. I see and people I, jogging on the highway with a mask. Jogging on the highway, driving in the <laughs> car by themselves with a mask on. And these people, and I'm like, D you think that mask is going to save your life and you're doing all these other things wrong? It, Don, it's it well, very, well, Mary, it's a Exactly, fake. exactly right. But, but let's talk about our yeah. emergency kit. For you okay. guys, for you COVID magnets. You need to talk to your doctor. If you don't have a doctor, call my nurse practitioner. Come to see us or my nurse practitioner. And we get our patients a nebulizer. We get them budesonide so that you'll have it because a lot of times you won't get this in the hospital. So, again, if you can stay out of the hospital, it'll probably save your life if you have these 
what you need. Also, Preventive measures. Also, yeah. some people need to get an oxygen concentrator, especially you asthmatics, you patients with diabetes. We have our oxygen concentrator each office because, again, once you're sick, you can't get these items. You can go to Amazon. You can get the, it's called D-E-D-A-K-J. It's a German-made oxygen concentrator. And it will literally save many people's lives if they have this. And you can get it online so many places. But when you need it, it's going to be real hard to get. So, again, we also a dehumidifier. We want in the winter months when the heat comes. This is important, and folks. So this is important. You right want here. to have a dehumidifier in your bedroom, especially when your respiratory passages get dry. Guess what? That COVID it literally opens the door for COVID to invade. You keep your respiratory passages humidified with a, uh, with excuse me, not a dehumidifier, but a humidifier. You want a humidifier to keep your respiratory passages moist. When you do that, again, COVID is less likely to invade. So do not get a dehumidifier. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm used to my allergy patients. I yeah. put them on a dehumidifier. But for COVID, Prevention, get a humidifier during the winter. When that air's dried out, COVID has a perfect... When you turn the heater perfect, on, that's your cue. Yes, you need, to, you need a humidifier sleeping. while you're sleeping. Yes, yes that's good. Extremely that important. save so many people's lives right there, Don. So just simple little things. Let's just review real quick. COVID emergency kit. Number one, ivermectin. Number two, Pepsid, 20 milligrams. Number three, Zyrtec, 10 milligrams. Number four, aspirin, full strength, 325 milligrams. Number four, vitamin D, and you boost it up. If you ever get COVID, just double or triple it. Number uh, six would be zinc, 100 to 200 milligrams a day. Number seven is quercetin, 500 milligrams twice a day. Number eight is vitamin C, 500 milligrams twice a day. Number nine is melatonin, five milligrams a day. And then look into it. If you're a COVID magnet, asthma, diabetes, kidney disease, heart disease, you're going to need to get a nebulizer, and I would ask, I would tell you, go to your doctor, family doctor, get budesonide, solution for inhalation, to put in your nebulizer. Consider getting an oxygen concentrator and get a humidifier, and you will be prepared. And again, I tell patients, real important, Psalms 91.10. No evil will befall you, neither shall any plague, including COVID, come near your dwelling again. We take faith in the Word of God. We have a promise in God's Word in Psalms 91.10. Now, let me tell you something. John G. Lake, great missionary to Africa in the, in the early 20th century, in 1900s, early 1900s, missionary in Africa, there was a plague that developed in Africa. Thousands of people were dying of a plague. John G. Lake went to the medical hospitals there, and he said, I want you to take some of that purulent sputum of that person that's literally dying of this plague, and, and I, want you, I want you to put it on my hand and look at it on the microscope. As soon, and again, this is written in his books in John G. Lake, and they did that. They put it on his hand. As soon as that purulent sputum touched his hand, the bacteria or virus in it died immediately. Now you say, how does this work? Is that true? Well, again, this is faith in God's word. He believed God's word. You say, well, again, if I believe God's word, am I protected? Well, it's a layer of protection. Well, the, hold on, Don, because the one thing I don't want to give people is 
oh, I'm going to stand on the word and the word be enough. And yet they aren't taking care of their body because the scripture is really clear. Having done all stand. Correct. You cannot be abusing the body. You cannot be feeding it sugars. No, and, you can't. And starches and fats and be 100 pounds overweight and think that you're going to be able to stand on the word and that that will counter your abuse. God doesn't honor that. Exactly right. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. I'm finding. I can see this. I've seen godly, awesome, precious people who are obese die from this. Mary, plague. we have seen so many pastors so many die. Pastors, not patients of mine. There's one guy, national minister, one of the most godly, incredible people I've ever known, died in the hospital of COVID. So, folks, it's a false sense to think, oh, I'll just stand on the word. And you, if you think standing on the word and you're not doing all that you can do to take care of your body, you're in delusion. It doesn't work that way with God. It just doesn't. But also, on the other hand, if you are doing everything and right. you are keeping your avoiding sugar, keeping your blood sugar down, charging your immune system with vitamin D, if you are getting enough sleep, again, there's a lot of natural things we can do that helps exercise in the body, helps our immune system, laughter helps our immune system. And if we are, we can cover ourselves with faith in God's word and we can't expect divine health and it will help our body resist disease. But again, she's, you're absolutely right. If you're eating sugar and doing this, it generally won't work. Right. I know I'm strong right now. I know I'm strong on this. But, folks, we've seen so many godly people we care about and we love die. And, it, and we don't want you to die. We want you to live for your kids and your grandkids. We want you to live the full life that God has promised you. And that's what you're hearing in my voice, I hope, is the passion and desire to make you be motivated to be the best that you can be and taking care of your temple and do all that you need to do. You know, we are doing these podcasts free. We don't get paid to do this. We come in here for three to four hours at least once a month and give this time to put this information out there for you. And this is our seed to the to the body of Christ. And we hope that this seed, you know, brings forth good fruit and this is a podcast, you know, our Divine Health website. Go to drcolbert.com. We have products on there, yes, that help us uh, offset our ministry and what we're trying to do. We have products there to help boost your immune system and all kinds of good information. So I hope you will support us by going to the website for that. But I just want you to know this is our seed to you of to Come to the point of divine health and live the long, full life that God intended you to live. And so many people are wondering, what can I do? I tell them a great place to start is my book, The Seven Pillars of Health. And literally, there are seven key pillars that God has given us that keeps our immune system strong. One of the most powerful pillars I tell patients is sleep, a good night's sleep. Also, decrease your stress. Learn to cope with stress. When your body's stressed, it weakens your immune system. Sugar, decreasing, avoiding sugar. Sugar can decrease your uh, white blood cells, killing, a, you know, phagocytosis, your phagocytes, your white blood cells, neutrophils by 50% for four to five hours. So simple things we can do, eliminating sugar, lowering our blood sugar, reversing diabetes, all of this helps. And the nutrition, critical. The diet, critical. So all this is in my book, The Seven Pillars of Health. But the most important thing, if there's one thing I'd tell you, vitamin D. Know your vitamin D3 level, your 25 OHD3, and get it up to 55 or above 
And literally, that's the number one thing I would say that helps protect you against the COVID pneumonia and the ravages of COVID. My patients, when their vitamin D levels over 55, generally go through COVID with flying colors. But again, if you're diabetic, you've got to get, be prepared and you've got to get your COVID emergency kit. So God bless you. And I hope that you will share this podcast with people you love. And if you don't have anybody you love, then don't, you don't have anybody to share it with. <laughs> and don't forget. <laughs> Find somebody to love. Put 90, Psalms 9110 over yourself. Do what you need to do. Crucify your flesh. Lay sugar on the altar. and But, but walk in faith. Again, God's promises are there. You've got his promise there. You, you claim it, but you act on it. And that make that word your word. God bless you.